Hey, welcome to Polka Mondays. I'm your host, Jake. Joined I'm by, Jody. <laughs> and we also have our special guest. Hello, everyone. I'm Dan. And every week you'll be able to catch us discussing everything Pokemon from the trading card game to the video game, breeding, the uh, different mechanics, the battles, every week from 6 to 8 p.m. here on Nerdy Northerners. And that is what Polka Mondays is. It's uh, good to be with you, too. And it's good to get this show uh, started. Yeah, pretty much just a lot of Pokemon talk, right? And there is a lot <laughs> to talk about with uh, Sword and Shield launching this week. But before we dive too much further into that, we're going to take a few minutes and just get you, the audience, to uh, have a chance to get to know us. As uh, Again, Jody and I will be joining you every week. Dan is one of our rotating guests. They'll be stopping by. But in order for uh, you to get to know a little bit about us, does anyone here want to uh, start off? Uh, guests first. Yeah. Sure, why not? That's a so, great one, right? So I'm Dan. I uh, occasionally pop up here and there for any Pokemon-related videos, usually. Um, I'm a huge Pokemon nerd. Um, I play the games um, religiously. I have every video game out there for it. Um, I do. I did dabble into the cards recently, and uh, I'm starting to get really into that as well. So uh, that's pretty much my background with Pokemon right now. I'm Jake. Uh, when it comes to Pokemon, I mean, I, I've played it ever since I was a wee lad. Uh, my very first memory of Pokemon was getting the Pokemon Yellow Game Boy for Christmas. Now, I, I'd woken up early this year, and I, I was like, you know what? I'm going to find out what Santa got me early. And there it was. Did underneath. You sneak? I snuck. Oh, yeah. It was it was right there under the tree, and fast, you know, I went really quick back to bed. I was like, oh, boy, I'm waking up in the morning. It's like, and, I got to pretend like I'm excited. Right? Oh, what? I had no idea this was here. I mean, like, I've been only just so excited to get up and just run down for it. Um so I, I, I'm, I'm definitely a uh, Gen 1-er kind of person. Uh, no. In, 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 oh, <laughs> no, no. In, 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 in my favorites. My favorites are, are red, blue, and yellow, just the classics. I, I love going through them. Um, I've, I've played almost every other generation, though. Uh, my recent favorites are uh, definitely X and Y. Um, I really like the, the, the mechanics that were brought in there. Um, but when it's not Pokemon, uh, I also like Dungeons & Dragons. I'm a big video game nerd. I'm a big uh, tabletop nerd. Um, I play a variety, play on PC. I play Xbox games. I actually have another show here on the gaming uh, on the Nerdy Northers Network, uh, the Gaming Showdown. It's Fridays from uh, 9 to 11, so you can play against me in competitive games. And uh, other than that, I think that is me in a nutshell. Okay. Well, I think I think that's a lot, right? Yeah, <laughs> I was say, that's a lot of that's a big nutshell. Yeah, 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 here you guys go. There's a <laughs> in case you need to know my life biography. <laughs> so yeah, um, I'm Jody. I um, run the Poplio Facebook page. So I have like a community there that I work with, and we got some really great moderators on there. And mm -hmm. I wish they could be here all the time. I'm gonna try to get them in as much as I can. But um, yeah, so I like to. Like communicate with the community through there, right? Mm -hmm. um, I've been into Pokemon kind of like you ever since I was probably in like fourth grade. Like I remember watching the very first episode of Pokemon, and I remember it was my brother who wanted to watch it, mm -hmm. and it was like that sibling rivalry where he wanted to watch. It. I'm like, oh, this show's stupid. Your show's right? like, is oh, exactly. so stupid. And then like he grew out of it, but then I never did. Right? You know what I mean? And like. I, just like you, I remember getting uh, Pokemon Yellow. It was my very first Pokemon game. I was a little upset that I couldn't pick the starters. Mm. But... <laughs> it's like, I can, what do you mean I only have Pikachu? Yeah, I can only have Pikachu. And it, what do you mean it can't evolve? 
Like, <laughs> yeah, hold on. You could have got all of them though throughout the game. That was well, the best that part is about true. it. That is, that, true. that is true. That's the best part of yellow is you don't have to pick one. You can have all four of them if you really want to. But it's not until the end. And I mean, well, no, no. You get Charmander like right at Cerulean City and oh, that's Bulbasaur. Right. By the third gym, you you technically have access to all of them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Technically, okay. yes. It's been a while. Yes. But it's like I wanted that choice. Yeah, like, yeah. Let me let me have that hard decision. It, especially to have you follow him around, though, right? Like, you know, I mentioned a little Charmander following you around. Well, yeah, that cutest. was like the very first, the best. The very first like, time. Yeah, yeah, that you could have them follow you around, and then it didn't come around again until like Heart Gold mm-hmm. and Soul Silver, and it was like amazing because it's like, oh, look how good the graphics are now. Like, it, look at them. Look at how detailed they are. And then it disappeared again until finally, like, let's go, right? Mm-hmm. Which was really cool to see them bring that back. Uh, a nod, obviously, to Yellow. I mean, mm-hmm. Let's Go uh, was a pretty much remake of uh, Yellow for the Switch. And yeah, so, like, personally, I loved Let's Go. Like, everyone was like, oh, Let's Go is not that great. Like, it's just like a Pokemon Go kind of, like, money grab or whatever. But it brought back so much nostalgia, right? Mm-hmm. Like, to be able to go back to those cities and those gyms, but actually see them all fully, like, re-rendered, right? And another thing I've uh, I've read in a few comments actually on the Poplio uh, some of the questions we've asked which we'll be getting to later tonight too from you mm-hmm. guys, um, but someone had mentioned that uh, what they found was that by being able to complete Pokemon Let's Go Eevee and Pikachu they were able to complete the decks and there was that sense of accomplishment of once more completing the decks now because there's so much less now <laughs> now well, it was now here's so the thing, much easier is it's the same person had said on the topic they were saying that you know with X and Y uh, or not X and Y sorry uh, Sun and Moon they had just just barely finished putting together the decks like it was mm-hmm. painstaking it was a crazy and, accomplishment. And for them to go and do that again, they're like, you know what? Like, it's a big drag. And, you know, playing through Let's Go Eevee and Let's Go Pikachu, it was a little bit a little bit nicer well, there. You know, I remember, like, back in the day when you would finish your Pokedex in, um, like, red and blue and yellow, and then you'd go back to the professor and they'd just give you a stupid certificate. <laughs> <laughs> I did all this okay. work. And thanks thanks for this. Here's your sheet. <laughs> right? So here, a little clap. Like, I don't think I've ever completed a Pokedex. I wanted to, like, I used to have, like, a ROM hack of um, Fire Red and Leaf Green. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm determined to complete this Pokedex, so I would just, like, try to, like, hack in the Pokemon one by one. <laughs> and then I just got too lazy, and I'm like, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> so, yeah, I've never actually completed a full Dex. Yeah. And uh, so, so I guess that's our I guess that's our introductions <laughs> to, to kick things off. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's, let's just straight deep dive into uh, what we were discussing there a little bit further, but Pokemon okay. Sword and Shield. Ooh, so, uh, new game coming out this Friday night. Wait, uh, what? There's a new game? I know, right? <laughs> this is, this is, this is, no. I've never heard of this before. In case you yeah. out there haven't heard of this, there's a new Pokemon game coming out this Friday. It's called Pokemon Sword and Shield. There are three new starters. We have two of them here. The third one. Don't ask yeah. about the third one. He, he, t- he took a lunch no. break. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, uh, it, it could determine the popular choice, but uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. We got there's a, there's a lot to uh, there's a lot of good stuff out there. We're going to be talking a lot about the exclusives or not some exclusives tonight. Uh, a lot of spoilers, yeah, I so guess warning, heavy, heavy spoiler warning, warning for spoilers tonight. Going to be uh, really really talking about a lot of stuff that you might want to hold off until Friday. And if but not, I encourage you to keep watching. Yeah, yeah, just keep watching. <laughs> it's going to get really good. It's going to get really good. Um, and uh, on top of spoilers, uh, we're also going to be doing a little bit of trading card game uh, yep. opening. We have some packs that we're going to open up, uh, and we're going to be doing a little game between the three of us. Mm-hmm. And uh, what was the rules on that again? Uh, so we got three packs of cards. They're just like the little dollar store packs. They're nothing special, but 
what we're going to do is whoever gets the best pack determined by you. Okay. Um, because you're the expert. Thank, oh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> In-house um, expert. <laughs> so whoever gets the best pack gets to pick our starter for our uh, Sword and Shield Let's Play. If nobody gets anything, how are we determining which card is the best? Well, they're all going to be garbage, but... There's going to be one that's <laughs> There's got to be one out. card okay. out of nine, right? One of us is going to get a hollow. Okay, okay. Right. It, it right. has to happen. <laughs> my my, uh, my hope is not there, but, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. They are dollar store packs, so, you know, they're, uh, they're all right. I personally scaled all of them, okay? Did I you actually? I only grabbed the hollows. <laughs> she made sure she brought the scale, put it all down. So, uh, best hollow wins then, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be all hollows. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so that's going to be rounding out our first episode. Uh, every week we're going to be pretty much talking about the latest news in Pokemon. Uh, speaking of Sword and Shield, though, on Friday morning, starting at 12 a.m., it's going to be an early, early bird. Early, early. Oh, but uh, you'll be able to join me and Jody as we're going to be starting through our Pokemon Sword Shield Let's Play. Mm -hmm. She'll be playing on Sword primarily. I'll be playing on Shield. And when we get to unique parts, I'll be bringing up Shield. You guys will be able to yeah. see the. Uh, we got to figure out how that dynamic's going to work. We don't because yeah. we don't really know what to expect, right? Mm -hmm. So. I, I mean, I mean, like the. The game itself could, you know, just be, you know, different in terms of lengths between getting the destinations. Yeah, like, hopefully and... it's something like the version exclusive gyms are always, like, at the third city. Mm -hmm. Hopefully it's like that. It's right not like, oh, spot. version exclusive in Sword is third city and version exclusive in Shield is, like, sixth city. Mm -hmm, yeah. So hopefully not. Hopefully that goes as planned. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so we're going to be swapping else. You'll be able to see that and uh, be able to get our full reactions of the game as we get it into our hands and dive into it. But... This is the early bird scoop. We're going to be taking a look at the starters. We're going to be taking a look at the Pokemon that have been announced. Yeah, what we're excited for. and Legendaries. Yes. Legendaries as well, yes. And also tackling a little bit of the heavy news out there with uh, a lot of angry fans. Oh, no. Yeah. So uh, stay tuned. There's going to be a lot we discuss. And uh, are we ready to deep dive? I think, I think so. so. I'm ready yeah. if you guys are. Yeah. Sure, absolutely. So first, uh, let's talk about the basics of Sword and Shield. Uh, it takes place in the Galar region, which is kind of like an English rendition. Uh, the first Scotland-ish yeah. thing, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, I'm liking the region. I mean, uh, it, it's a nice difference. I'm really liking some of the Pokemon that we've seen. The uh, mm -hmm. a couple of the uh, like, uh, oh, what's his name? I'm... What's it look like? The gas guy. Oh, oh uh, wheezing! Wheezing! There we go. Yes. <laughs> Brain fart. Yes. But uh, yeah, the the big uh, the big funnel. I think that was a uh, nice top hat. Yeah. On him. Yes, I I, uh, <coughs> I love the scenery in the new games from mm -hmm. the shots that I've seen of the landscape. A lot of autumn kind of themed. You mm -hmm. know, a little bit uh, a little yeah, more there's cozy. There's a lot of weather yeah. kind of looks yeah. in the game, mm -hmm. right? I like that. I like the diversity of that. You know, it's before you know you no normally have just you know the odd sunny place or the odd wintry place, but it seems like you're kind of get going to get a little bit of everything this time around. And I really like that even in Sun and Moon where you had that kind of diversity. I mean, you could go up into the Alolan Mountains and you get the, you know, the winter and the, mm -hmm. and the snow there. And it looks like the whole northern part of the map is going to yeah. be that winterized region. Uh, well, I remember, um, what region gen was it? It was like the Sinnoh gen where you had like the snowy town. And that's, mm -hmm. as far as I remember, that's like one of the first real games where you had like a specific, a like, yeah, yeah, which was mm -hmm. really cool, right? Because in the old games, it's all 8-bit and it's all it's all the same. <laughs> it's all like, the same. It's all just different it's, colors. It's that's like, all yeah, it is. It's like, yeah, Lavender Town's the purple town. Vermilion's like the orange-yellow town. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I, uh... The, just the landscape and traversing mm -hmm. it, a lot of the gameplay footage we've seen. Again, yeah, like, like what I'm really happy about is um, that they brought back the, um, like, the overworld encounters. 
that they had in Let's Go in that because I found something like that. It made hunting for Pokemon so much more enjoyable, especially when it came to shiny hunting because mm-hmm. I didn't really want to i didn't enjoy shiny hunting when it was just like random encounter screen goes black here it is it's either shiny or not Mm -hmm. i liked when you would see it pop in the grass and it's like oh my god there's a shiny run to it right Right. so i'm really excited that they brought that back Uh, me too i i I think another cool feature is uh just the the roaming pokemon you know like Mm -hmm. we had in uh let's go eevee and pikachu where just by running through the region you'll be able to see and then they like chase you and everything yeah I like that. They uh, they came into the screen and they'd follow you for a little bit and then they'd pop off and then something else would come up and you can kind of pick mm-hmm. as to which Pokemon yeah. you were kind of hunting. You yeah, weren't, no, you know, I'm really hyped something. for that. Because so. I thought for sure, I that's one thing I said, I'm like, the one thing I want to carry over from Let's Go is those those spawns like that. Yeah. Is, is the is, Are the Pokemon following you in this game as well? I, no, no, I don't think so. No. No, th- not following you, but I think they're more like you'll not be able to see them in the Not in the sense that distance. they did in, um, like... Let's go yeah. and like um, heart gold soul silver. Okay, so but you still get the overworld. Yeah, you still okay. get the overworld. Spawn, okay, yeah. yeah, that's great. Nice. As far as I know, I haven't played the game. Maybe they do. I don't. Maybe <laughs> it'll be a surprise. But from what I can tell, I don't think so. Okay. And uh, I mean, other than the the English region and uh, you know, a few of the other things that we've seen, uh, what else are we looking forward to? Just from the starters. Starters. Are we going to talk starters? Uh, are, we, are we diving into this? Because there's a lot to unpack with the starters. Are, is that what we're going to go into right now? I think yeah. so. I think right. so. Oh, gosh. Okay. I'll let someone else start on that topic because I will interject at certain points for that. So. Well, I mean, let's let's start each with gathering our opinions on the starters. Where do we place this generation starters? I mean, we have, again, we have three, uh, two of the starters out uh, of the three. We have Grookey. And Sobble. And uh, Score Bunny's out to lunch, but uh, he he might be back at Somebody some point. Somebody hunting him. Yeah. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll find out where he is for you. Well, I mean, if we couldn't get a Score Bunny, so if that's any indication, it seems like Score Bunny might be the most popular pick among mm-hmm. fans, right? Interesting. Okay. Yeah, but uh, I mean, the, the three of them though: Score Bunny, Sobble, and Grookey. How do exactly do they compare to, let's say, Blastoise, Charmander, and Squirtle? I mean, or Blastoise, Char- <laughs> Charmander, <laughs> Squirtle, and Bulbasaur. Woo, I need some coffee in me today. Um, uh, I like their base forms. I think their base forms are adorable, like they should be. Um, second stage, yeah, they're okay. It's third stage, I'm not as big of a fan on. Which, no. again, heavy, heavy spoiler. Yeah. But, like, it's something, I like when Pokemon remain kind of like, animalistic right mm-hmm. and every single one of the new starters they're all very like humanoid yeah they're, and they're yes. just they're weird looking i don't know they they're like a furry trap you know <laughs> like i don't know do we have any of the names of them have any of that is any um, of that uh... yes we do so we got i'm probably gonna say them wrong <laughs> but um grookey apparently evolves into rillaboom rillaboom which is a, like a giant grill like gorilla with a drum <laughs> Um, Score Bunny, Cinderace. Cinderace. Which yeah. is pretty much just a fast racing bunny. <laughs> like, Cinder, Fire, Ace. I mean, you can quick yep, or... Cinderace, okay. yeah. And then, race, finally, we have Sobble here. And he's gonna, he or she, is going to evolve into Inteleon. Ooh, I like that name the best, I, probably. Yeah, I've agree. liked the name Inteleon, but yeah. if you if, if you go, we're not going to show any of the any of the pictures here. Uh, Try to remain a little spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> but if if you go and see 
the Inteleon. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a fan of of the of the character. I was seeing somebody comment on um, the Poplio Facebook page because mm-hmm. other people were saying like, "Oh, I'm not a fan of like the way it's like very slender and like spy like." But they were saying um, the gameplay footage of Inteleon in battle is much better. Like mm-hmm. they're like, okay. "Don't judge it by just this picture here. Wait till you see what it looks like in battle, and it's so much better." Apparently, so hmm. I think crossed. I'm in that boat as well with Inteleon because uh, when I first saw it. I wasn't quite sure what to make of it, you know, I was I was kind of on the fence about it, but as I kind of saw more clips and gameplay pictures of it, it just, it kind of grew on me a little mm-hmm. bit. I don't mm-hmm. know if I'm in love with it yet, but, you know, it's definitely growing on me. Well, like definitely I said, I just don't like how they look like people. Yeah. yeah. I wish they remained more animalist. Like, it looked more like a chameleon on four legs, and, like, maybe score bunnies stayed on... Or legs, mm-hmm. like you know what I mean. Or at least you know, in some gens, you know, they would make up maybe one of them kind of humanoid, mm-hmm. right? Whereas the other two would be more animalistic. Yeah, Whereas it just seems one, like they're... a weird choice that it's yeah. all like person, person, person. All three. Like... <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, going back to the last starters we had, uh, where we had uh, Incineroar, we had uh... Primarina and Sidui. Sidui, yeah. I'm like, what was the other one? Out of those three, Incineroar was definitely that humanoid one. Uh, yes. Had the humanoid appearance. Um, I'd have to say that the, the sleekest of those three I liked was Decidueye. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And and this one, I, I have to give it to the grass again. I, I have to give it to, to Grookey. I mean, out of the three, I think Grookey's evolution path has the it's, it's, it's the coolest. Looks awesome. I mean, look at him. He's so cute. <laughs> yeah, and I agree with that. Like artistic wise, I do think Grookey is the best visually. I've just always been a water person. Mm-hmm. Other than Gen One, where I picked Charmander, it's always been water, and I feel like I can't break that now. <laughs> like... The Articuno hat is like a straight, you know, yeah. right, right, a step in the right direction yeah. there. And uh... what about you? Are you a score bunny? Are you gonna round it out? Or okay, this question is loaded for me because. <laughs> Technically, when it comes to base forms of all three of them, I actually really do enjoy all three of them. I do like all of them. Mm -hmm. I think if I had to give one the edge, it might be Grookey. But I'm normally not a grass starter person myself. I normally start with either fire or water. So for me to start with grass, I'm not sure if I will. I Mm -hmm. guess it kind of depends on what other Pokemon are around in the region. And that's kind of what I'm going to build my team towards. You know, I really have that same feeling too. Like, I'm a fire starter. I have played a fire starter Pokemon from the beginning, um, in in Sun Moon, uh, in, in the Sun Moon series. At first, I ran with uh, Lidden into into uh, Incineroar. Good choice. And then in the Ultra Sun and Moon series, I ran with uh, Poplio into mm. Primarina. Um, I'd say probably out of the three that Primarina was actually my least favorite. Really? Yeah. Um, and Incineroar I like for the wrestling. Um, yeah, that wrestling aspect. The, the humanoid thing threw me off. I, I would have rather seen like a little bit of a, I, I don't know, I don't know how you throw in a non-humanoid wrestler. <laughs> but, I mean, even if it was a more aggressive <coughs> sorry, kind of a tiger or something of that nature. Yeah. You know, there was so many ways that it could have went and I don't think I saw it going to that level with Incineroar. I mm-hmm. do love the Pokemon. It's one of my favorites, but I did not see that coming, mm-hmm. you know, leading up to those games. I, yeah. was, I wasn't sure it was going to be like that. Yeah, and we just had somebody um, in our chat here, an epic polar bear. They said they usually pick their starter based on what the first gym is. 
Ah, which is like okay. a good strategy too yeah, because like I remember back in the red and blue days when you would pick a starter, it always seemed like if you picked Bulbasaur, for example, you're almost playing the game on easy mode mm -hmm. because yeah. you you got Bulbasaur and then you go to the rock gym and then you go to the water gym and you can just like pretty yeah. much wipe it, right? If you pick Squirtle, you're playing on medium, medium. or normal. Right. And then if you pick Charmander, you're playing on hard because Charmander's not going to do anything against rock. You get to the Fire water types. gym, you're no. pretty much roadblocked again, right? You needed yeah. that Nidoran with double kick or else you weren't getting out of <laughs> yeah. that yeah. gym. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what I always yeah. did in you yellow because you were stuck with that stupid Pikachu. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and that's it. There's nothing else. And uh, but, but I, mean, I mean, to your point there, I was uh, when it comes to fire, like I think this is the first Pokemon game that I'm not going to go with a fire starter. Mm -hmm. I just, I personally... Score Bunny to me and the evolution path looks like crap. Um, no uh, offense. No offense. <laughs> yeah, it's all Score no Bunny fans. You're allowed to like, like him. That, that's probably why he's not in the video. So. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the real reason. <laughs> that's Jake that's brought all these. I just didn't bring him because <laughs> he, he, he didn't deserve footage. Yeah. No, but no, I'm I, I just, honestly, the, the, the Cinderace just looks like, and from what I get of the Galar region and from what I get of, uh, you know, what they're trying to, the style of the game, it seems like very uh, soccer, where they've got the big arena. Well, yeah, because it's really there, big in Europe, right? right? right. And it, to me, it just looks like a soccer player. Now, uh, a soccer player bunny. It's got okay, the shorts. Now, being it's got the in shirt. Canada, what if it was a hockey player? Well, that's a whole other story. That'd be cool. Not a biased reporter or anything. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, of no, course not. Of course I mean, not. I, when it comes to like, stay out of sports, Pokemon shouldn't be sports stars. They always delve into something. But yeah, like I don't he, know. Like sports. Incineroar was like a luchador. I guess he was a wrestler, like, yeah. Which is kind of weird that they would have a luchador, which is more like. Mexican culture, right? Yeah. In like a Hawaiian region. It, it, you know, may, maybe that's why they're going with it. You know, because they had they had the luchador from eh, that's Hawaiian though. It's, yeah, like it's, it's kind of weird that way, right? But, why didn't they have like a like a surfer? Or, well, I guess Raichu was the well, surfing Pokemon, but when I think Ryan. of fire, I think of that, that you know that toughness, that you know, explosiveness, and I just <laughs> I see this little bunny. I just I can't I can't take it. I, just, I can't. I, maybe he's a really aggressive bunny. Maybe uh, he, maybe he kicks uh, balls uh, of fire. Uh, who who I don't knows? <laughs> who knows at this point? Uh, he, I mean, he could do a he, he could do a jump kick, a fire. I don't know. I, I just kind of Blaziken-ish. Oh, maybe? someone just raised a good point. Um, Thor v one. They said the Rock is Hawaiian. He's a wrestler. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. I didn't even think about it that way. That, that is very good. Yeah, so... A lot, lot of successful wrestlers uh, of, of that descent of, of Hawaiians. Well, you're you're, you're actually uh, a big wrestling guru as well on the side. Uh, are just we doing this on this, on this? on this? On this? Are we so talking about wrestling now? So this officially come like a, a wrestling podcast Yeah, now, now we're Pokemon like, and we're wrestling. changing topic. Okay. But, but no, uh, they, they do stuff like that all the time. Like somebody even brought up like Hitmon Lee and Hitmon Chan, right? Okay. Like named after Bruce Lee and like Jackie Chan, right? Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, I, I I I suppose. I just when it comes to Cinderace, they just like, like that's my one thing. Like the other two, Inteleon. Like I'd actually pick Inteleon over Cinderace just just because. You really dislike so it. I really in, dislike it. In conclusion, it. <laughs> Jake hates Score Bunny. That's it. So I'll probably play that as my start. <laughs> yeah, so if I win the random card pick, I'm going to pick Score Bunny. You're going to make just him use it? Of spite. Oh, jeez. Starting off with it, it's like, all right, you know what? Benched. Won't, won't even make it second evolution. That's kind of like a pun, too. Like a soccer player, you're benched. Now. <laughs> that, was, that was completely non-intentional, but it worked out there rather well. But yeah, like what other uh, 
fun stuff are you guys looking forward to in game? Like we got other stuff, like we got the raid battles, mm-hmm. which seems like an interesting. Cool. It's like a multiplayer kind of world that Pokemon hasn't really had that kind of thing before, right? So, like so, you've always been able to battle people, but so what exactly are the raid battles? So out? pretty much, you go into like this area and you have to fight like a giant. I don't know if it's a Dynamax Pokemon, mm-hmm. but it, like a giant Pokemon. Kind of like um, if people play Pokemon Go, right? right? Like they have Pokemon Go raid battles, and mm-hmm. it's very similar, right? So you and your friends, they all come in, and you have to take down this raid boss all together, right? Okay. So they've never had anything like that before. It's like a real co-op kind of feel, right? Mm-hmm. Rather than just, I'll fight you, you fight me, we'll trade. You almost work together to achieve a goal right i i think that really adds a lot of end game too i mm-hmm. mean just the working together the uh, you know the, the ability to for the first time really play with your friends more than just trading and yeah. battling and do we know if it's going to be though only local people connected to you or is it going to be no something i think that it's um by wi-fi can be wi-fi i think it okay. is over like internet connection that's interesting i wonder almost what the platform is like do you have four people do you have six people is there always going to be a certain number of people having to face this pokemon mm-hmm. is it going to be different four is it I, th- four? I think what i've seen in some of the videos i've seen four being the magic number where it's you know you mm-hmm. have four people battling against the one pokemon and then... i mean that would kind of make sense too because if you played locally you would have four switch controllers right mm-hmm. right okay that, that makes sense that yeah. makes sense okay. yeah like i know in pokemon go i'm I, Sure, it's not this number, but in Pokemon Go, you can have, like, up to 20 people in a raid. Right, on the max raids, yeah. Yeah. I mean, generally, you you can get by it. Depending on what Pokemon you have, that is mm-hmm. the loaded question, you can get away with about half those people, maybe even less. So mm-hmm. I'm wondering if for these raid battles, do you need everyone there, or can it be done with less? Like, is it... You know, I don't type think, advantage does that. Like how does if you that can work? solo it. Yeah, like how. <coughs> that's the thing. Like what, solo, what if but... you don't have people to play with, right? Well, that's that's a thing for me, especially. I grew up with my brother <laughs> who did not like to play Pokemon games, so I always play by myself. I normally have. You know, two of any console. I was gonna say, were you that kid who had like the the one version? This is Dan's. Oh yeah. I mean, I had the the old Game Boy colors, and I had my own link cable, and I held one in each hand, and that's pretty much what I did, because you know I didn't really grow up with too many friends playing with me, so. And we got you people know. people online saying that it is four people for a raid. Okay, okay. perfect. There you yeah. go. There's a confirm there. So, four people for the raid, mm-hmm. and. Um, and I'm pretty sure there's going to be, like, exclusive Pokemon that you can't catch in the wild. You can only get them in raids. Mm-hmm. Which interesting. Which is going to okay. be interesting. Well, especially because they're all larger versions, too, right? They're mm-hmm. all... Dynamax think... or Gigantamax. Yeah. And yeah. I think one I think one of the things I saw was that Butterfree is going to be one that's going to be more available to players within the first beginning part. Like the Gigantamax form? Or are we yeah. talking just the normal gameplay? The Gigantamax form. I did okay. see a uh, photo of... Um, Gigantamax Butterfree in a raid. I, I, I think Nintendo released something that's going to be like the first, and I imagine this is how they do like their events. Like, you know, this this is the Butterfree you're more likely to encounter during this mm-hmm. period. You're going to encounter this Pokemon. It's probably going to be the early one that you that you battle first. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, because that makes sense. It's like a Viridian Forest probably. And An then you'll game, probably yeah. have, yeah, you'll probably have the Butterfree at the end. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so from, from uh, there's Gigantamaxing, there's Dynamaxing, and so Dynamaxing is that the one that's inside the arena battles? I, I don't. I think, I think so. so. I think it's Dynamax is every every Pokemon can, and then Gigantamaxing Only is special forms can. that you get. Yeah. yeah, where it changes appearance too. So let's take a second here. 
I I personally have to say that I am getting tired of all of the different mechanics. <laughs> Let's just you didn't you like keep Z moves? up with them. You didn't I, like that. I stuff? didn't. I didn't like Z moves. I liked Mega Evolutions. I thought Mega Evolutions were really I, cool. I didn't like Mega Evolutions. No. To me, Mega Evolutions was just digivolving. Like you know what I mean? Because mm. they would change, they would evolve, but then they could go back to their form before, and I'm like, that's. I wanted it to stay in the form that it got. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. me personally. Well, I, I would, get yeah. it because they're like super buffed, right? They're right, and, and, and that's where it's like, you know, they're try- they're obviously trying. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's what they've done with the the Mega Evolutions, and they abandoned that. Then they went with Zed Crystals, and they abandoned that. And now we're at Gigantamaxing, Dynamaxing, and out of the three. Like this is what I've been least looking forward to uh, with Pokemon Sword Shield. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you What do you guys think on that? I mean, I think it presents kind of a different challenge. I think okay. Um, when we played, I'm gonna take it back to Sun and Moon era here. When we played <laughs> Way Sun back and in Moon, the day. and we played the trials. So for example, the trials. There's abandoned <coughs> gyms. They did the trial system. Okay. And some of the trials that were in that game were incredibly, incredibly difficult. Depending on who you picked, mm-hmm. it was very difficult to beat that that Pokemon. So I remember I have really bad nightmares from the wishy-washy one. Oh, that God, That one yeah. was the worst. Um, and I've heard bad things about the Lorantis one, too. I wouldn't uh, know. I mean, I, I was stuck okay. on Lorantis for about an hour. Right, but... But what, it's probably because I picked Poplio. Right, and, and that's what I think <laughs> that this dynamic can bring in is a different challenge that... I mean, it, it, I'm not a huge fan of it, but I think it's nice that it gives you something that will be challenging that's different, mm-hmm. okay? So, you know, you can fight a Pokemon, but you don't know how buffed or altered the stats mm-hmm. are, for example. Like, it just brings that new challenge in. Yeah, and, like, with you speaking about, like, stuff that's challenging, I don't know if you guys have felt this, but... I find, I don't know if it's because I'm older and I understand games a little more, but I find each gen gets easier and easier. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Like, I remember playing Yellow and, like, being stuck forever. Couldn't beat, like, the Elite Four. I don't know if when I was a kid if I ever really beat the Elite Four on my own, right? (laughs) And now I can, like, just walk through the Pokemon League first try. And I, and I don't understand that about hand-holding. You know what I mean? This has been a discussion for generations of mm-hmm. introducing sort of a difficulty curve for the most, you know, the more experienced players. Um, with Pokemon, a lot of us have been playing, you know, since the early days. We've been doing this for 20 years, mm-hmm. you know. We're not getting younger with this. You know, we're, we're you know, we're experienced. We know the tutorials. We know how it goes, right? So, yep. I mean, I, I can understand and appreciate, you know, newer players coming in, but... Uh, the difficulty should be something that you could change to your liking. Do you know what I'm saying? Now, Which would be cool if, like I said before, if it was, depending on the starter you pick, is your mm-hmm. difficulty level, right? Right, right. Well, I, I, in, in a way, though, that would almost be deflating, you know? like Because then <laughs> you don't like, really have a choice, right? My favorite starter's on, like, hardcore mode. <laughs> or, or, or vice versa. It's like, man, like, my favorite starter's on easy. Like, I want the challenge. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's sort of funny how you bring that up because Ash... Ten-year-old boy starts out on his Pokemon adventure. And Is he still ten? He's always gonna. Be 10. He's, he's always, always, 10. always gonna be ten. Okay. Um, but right. on his Pokemon adventure, I mean, you know, watching the original series, he knew nothing about type matches. Mm-hmm. He, he, I mean, Pikachu <laughs> beat Onix because they broke the sprinkler, and yeah. then he electrocuted Onix, and he's like, "Oh, hey, look, I beat up you." On a water how, how does that work in a real <laughs> battle, though? It doesn't. Like, I don't know. No, and uh, I feel like if it was a real battle, they'd be like, "Okay, this is like." 
disqualified. Yeah, disqualified. We need to do a rematch when yeah. like the sprinkler system's fixed. And I mean, like, you're cheating. Uh, beyond Ash winning almost like every badge by not actually beating the trainers and something At else happening. At least in happening. the first season, I can't really speak for like other yeah. gens, but first season. Yeah. Um, but uh, oh, where was I going on that? Um. I'm out of brain for it. Where were, we, where were we on? Difficulty. Right. Um, so, like, Ash himself has those problems as a 10-year-old. And when we were 10, we had those problems. Mm-hmm. Always right. figuring out the best matching well, types. Because was, like, new, right, back then? So, so to, your, to your point, though, I mean, has the game actually got easier? I mean, mm-hmm. besides... Or have we just learned more? Because <laughs> the, the one thing I do agree on that I'm finding in the Pokemon games is there's less of a, you know... In the old game, in the old days of gaming, it's you get thrown into the game and start playing, mm-hmm. and you have to figure out everything from from the start. And now, you know whether it's you know easy mode gaming, but they do a lot better a better job of explaining the mechanics and like yeah. what you have to do. Like there's that there's that whole you know getting your first Pokeball, going out, you know Sun and Moon. I mean the prologue was almost like thirty minutes. Oh, before you that. even that got your brutal, starter, right? And I was brutal. like, oh my god! I was god. like, can you imagine like shiny resetting this all the time? <laughs> Like, literally, and, and so, but, I mean, that 30 minutes for a brand new player was probably like, oh, man, this is, this is fantastic. Like, mm-hmm. I can actually learn how to play this. So we're all like, hey, like, I've been here. Like, yeah, we're, we're just, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What are you saying? No, I don't really care. Who's, who's the plot? Yeah, I just want to get to that the end. That part doesn't need to be story driven, okay? And you have no idea what's okay? going on with the story yeah, after yeah. this. <laughs> the, the first part does Who not is? need to be story driven, okay? We just want the Pokemon first, then we'll delve into the story. Well, it'll be interesting now that it's on Switch if they're going to dive more into, like, cutscenes and making it almost more, like, I don't want to say a movie, but, like, longer watch sequences, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it is a, it is a different, a whole different platform that they're doing this on. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is, you know, the first time that we have an actual Pokemon game or series on an actual TV. You know, you can play it. You know, not in handheld if you don't well, want to, Well, to be right? fair, I remember when I had um, Pokemon Yellow, I didn't have a Game Boy when I first bought it, and I played it on um, the Pokemon Stadium where you got the little cartridge for the back yes. of your N64 controller and you played it on the TV. It okay. was amazing. I, I, I was more I of remember the, those. Yeah. Yeah. the GameCube era for me. I had the Game Boy Player, so when I put in the Game Boy Advance games, for example, I could play, you know, Gen 3 or yep. whatever. I could play that on my GameCube. And that was probably, you know, the first time I saw a full screen Pokemon adventure mm-hmm. like this. But uh, It was amazing. I was like, this is the best thing ever. All my friends are playing on like this little screen. I, I got it on the uh... TV. Look who's the cool one now. Yeah, <laughs> that is the coolest thing, honestly. Yeah. Being able to play, you know, on your TV is, is mm-hmm. a completely different experience than when you're playing in handheld. It's it's but, crazy. Like, I remember back um playing uh Pokemon Yellow going back difficulty like i remember it took me forever to find out where like the rocket hangout was like in the game quarter like oh you have to go to like this poster and mm-hmm. check it and i don't know if it's because i was also too like a little kid and like i didn't really read the dialogue and like i would just get lost and like nowadays you have if you get stuck you can just watch playthroughs yep. like people yeah. will literally tell you this is exactly what you do step by step <coughs> right and it's like does that take some of the fun and adventure out of it like I discovered on your own. You know, I, I know we're doing our let's play on mm-hmm. on Friday. I uh, there's only a very few times I've actually gone and personally watched a let's play or playthrough, and I think that's the big thing. Is 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 I find it it definitely ruins it for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but I mean, to, to your point there about the playthroughs, does that is that necessarily Game Freak or Nintendo's fault? And has the game again? The, has the game difficulty actually changed though? Yeah. 
See, I really enjoy watching Let's Plays, mm -hmm. but I don't watch them on games that I intend to play. Or if I do, mm -hmm. I'll play, like, say, Sword and Shield, for example. I'll play up to, like, the third gym, and then while I'm, like, lying in bed, I'll watch a Let's Play up to the point I'm already at, right? Yeah. Okay. But, like, a lots, lots of times I watch Let's Plays on, say, like, I don't have a PS4. So I'll watch like a game that I know that I'm not gonna buy, I'm not gonna play, because it's like almost watching a movie, right? Like Death we're in, Stranding. Yeah, mm -hmm. we're in like this era where you see that more, and there's a lot of people that say, "Well, that's stupid. Just play the game yourself. Why don't? Why do you watch mm -hmm. it?" And a lot of people argue, "Well, why don't you? Why do you watch hockey when you could just play hockey?" Right, exactly. You want to watch the people you enjoy to play it, right? And I especially love doing that, like you like you highlighted there, where you're taking something that you know, especially you don't have access to and watching it. Mm -hmm. I find it very hard, like like you said too there, where you know play you know watching a playthrough of a game where you're you know about to go and do that same thing. Um, I, I th it's almost made uh, guidebooks and strategy guides. I mean, yeah. I, I used to love those where you know you, Me you, too. you buy you know buy a strategy guide and you take that and be like, okay, I met this part. Oh, where are all the goodies? You know, yeah, you yeah, can yeah. really you could look for all the items and whatnot. But uh, I, mean, I mean, now it's again you just you just click YouTube, you watch a playthrough video, and mm -hmm. you know, I remember trying to get through that uh, that bush and get cut for the first time. Oh. That took me forever what, too. What Vermilion City? Yeah, like trying to find it on the boat. Like, like, like trying to figure out, like, trying to like, where the hell do I get? Like, what do I do here? I got yeah. stuck at that too. You know, for me, it was even more embarrassing. I got stuck at the Oaks Parcel at the very beginning <laughs> because there was the the gentleman that was blocking the path because you had the to go in the mart. Right, but how would like? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it was never made clear that that's where you were going. Yeah, do you, know you what just I mean? had to stumble upon it back then. I right? can't tell you how many times I've walked around like you know Vermilion City or Viridian City, Viridian City, yeah. and I've walked in circles and circles and circles trying to find out how to get Oak's parcel. You know, yeah. and that yeah. was, I mean to be fair, I was like five years old, but you know, I mean, right. I was stuck at that forever. But and that's and I mean. I don't know. It's it's really hard. I think I do think they've overall made the Pokemon games a little bit easier. Yeah. But I think you know as well, we're even here... like um, experience share. Back yep. in the day, you would have you'd get it like what seventy five percent through the game, mm -hmm. and you'd be able to give it to one Pokemon only. And then like what what one was it? Was it black and no, not black and white. It was uh, X and Y. I think it was. You got it like pretty much right away. Yeah. And it yep. gives you XP to. All your Pokemon. Yeah, oh, that made things <laughs> like, so much easier. It did, but like, but again, does that, that take easy. the challenge out of it? Right? Definitely, I think it does. I, I, that, that's the one thing where I found where, it, you know, before I always found myself rotating through, through my team. Mm -hmm. uh, I did that and, every battle too. Yeah, I mean yeah, every I battle, I, I, I'm switching out my, my Pokemon, but. I, now I, I roll with one, uh, you know. And then I, you just let them mooch off the experience. Yeah. Kind of, and like, and, and then, you know, I, I do find that, you know, doing that gets into a little bit of, of trouble later. Um, yeah. You know, so you, you, you do have to sort of swap them a little bit, but not, not as heavily as you had them before. Um, right. Whereas, like, every battle you're swapping them out and, you know, trying to get them up there to take on the next guy. And uh, Now, we talk a lot about uh, Gen 1 and everything. What do you guys think about the confirmed Gen 1 Pokemon that are going to be in Sword and Shield, but in their Galarian forms? Because you said you're excited for Weezing, right? Mm -hmm. And then what else do we got? We got Ponyta. Right, that one is probably... Ponyta's been confirmed. I'm going to play Shield, so for me that's going to be a huge mm -hmm. one for me. We got Farfetch'd, Surfetch'd. Okay. Um, spoiler warning again. We got... <laughs> 
We got uh, Mr. Mime now. Yeah. We got... And what's his name? It's something different, isn't it? Uh, you have Galarian Mr. Mime, and it looks like he evolves into Mr. Rhyme. Mm. Which is going to be interesting, because okay. it's like, where's Is that Jinx? a new evolution? Yeah. Okay. So it's a different form of Mr. Mime, and then there's going to be an evolution on just top like, of that. Yeah, okay. just like Farfetch'd and Surfetch'd, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. And then um, you got a new Meowth. Which... I actually really like that. That is a really good one, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Which is weird, though, because we just had a new Meowth in um, in uh, Sun and Moon. Mm-hmm. Meowth, Meowth lovers rejoice. I, uh, <laughs> I I love me some Meowth. It's nice that they're giving you know some attention to some Pokemon that yeah. normally don't get that kind of attention. So, and, I'm, I'm But, I mean, to, to, to the point there, I mean, that's almost a little bit too much attention for one, considering that, I mean, like... Yeah, I Meowth mean, is a obviously big staple. It's the anti-Pikachu. Anti-Pikachu, right? yeah. But, I mean, I guess they wouldn't touch Pikachu. Pikachu's too much to touch, right? They wouldn't. They couldn't. Well, do they, like yeah, a, they touched Raichu, and I mean, they never touched Pikachu. Yeah, they, but they it's interesting because the new Meowth it, it evolves into something completely different than Persian. Yeah, that that I found interesting. It uh, it went a completely different route this time around. Well, which well, is what is it this round? Uh, it looks like it's called Perserker. Perserker, that's Perserker? right. Yep. Yep. I think okay. It's a steel type? Is that a steel symbol? Yes, yes it is. That Which is... to me, <laughs> I wish I could show you guys these photos, but... <laughs> Sorry. Uh, to me, I think the Meowth almost looks more like a dark type, but I guess we just had dark, right? Yeah, he, he was just dark in mm-hmm. uh, Sun and Moon. But like, yeah. to me, this Meowth, like, it's got like little devil horns, and it's like... Berserker? Like, yeah, you, you how, you is, think how, like, that how is that not dark? Yeah. Berserk, is it maybe fighting? Like... No, but it's steel. It says steel if what I'm looking at is right. But then we have also, too, we got um, the new Corsola. Ooh, yes, mm-hmm. yes, I did see I, that. I, I I'm like very that big one. fan very, of that. Yeah, yep. which is pretty much dead coral, right? Because mm-hmm. it's all white, right? Very good on the continuity of that from the last Sun and Moon with Marini and Corsola in a feud. There's a great continuity with that. I'm glad that they kept that going and they just didn't forget, you know, they forgot about what they were saying in the last game. They kept mm-hmm. it going. Now, do remind me, because I, I actually missed this. Tell me about this. Okay, so as far as my understanding of it is, and I mean, I haven't looked it up in a while as well, um, Marini and Corsola were sort of bottom feeders of the ocean and sun and moon, okay? Now, in the Pokedex, it was stated that Marini liked to hunt Corsolas down in that game. So, you know, for me, I, I, I loved Marini and Toxapex. Those were my, some of my favorites of that game. Mm-hmm. So you would find them in the same water areas that you would find Corsola in. So it was a nice way to build a rivalry between two Pokemon. They've done this before. I'm trying to think of who else, two other Pokemon that they constantly... Grouped together like that. They always like did, um, like, Scyther and Electabuzz. Right. And there was another one that I'm thinking of, too. I cannot remember There's for the There's a few of them me. that they've done they've, over the generations. Even, even Pokemon that just, like, outright hunt and eat this other Pokemon down. Right, exactly. And um, and I think with that, I like that in this game they decided to give Corsola kind of a buff or kind of a yeah. new form so that that way, you know, yes, we got the new Pokemon last time around. This time we've got, you know, a newer version of the older Pokemon mm-hmm. that'll be, you know... They'll, they'll be on even playing field now. You well, know what it I mean? seems like it's the only Gen 2 Pokemon that's actually getting some love this, uh, this <laughs> <gym>. <laughs> Like, Hey, that's okay with me. Yeah. <coughs> and Corsola now evolves, too. It, what, is it, what does it evolve into? Um, Cursola. Ooh, okay. Yes, I remember looking at this at this. Which photo. they're both ghosts, which also makes sense, because if they're dead coral, mm-hmm. 
And now um, we do have somebody asking a question that probably everyone is wondering. Okay. Is, um, are there new EV evolutions this time around? So who wants I'm, to say the big news? I'm not saying anything. This is all you, Rudy. <laughs> so EV evolutions, there are no new EV evolutions. <gasps> As oh, wait, far this, as what we can see... This is a generation that they're supposed this to This is an even number. They're supposed to be one. Nintendo, Game Freak. And there's no evolutions that at, at least have been leaked. And it seems like the what I'm looking at, it seems like the whole DAX has been leaked. So... A little disappointing? Yeah. A lot disappointing? I, I, I You know what? Especially... Uh, well, well, let's take a step back. I mean, like, what kind of types... Could there be ghost dragon steel, steel was was heavily rumored because of the the region that we're in like steel the industrial was heavily, yeah. factory kind mm -hmm. of steampunk kind of look right so he yeah. says again steel dragon poison ghost, poison flying yep they could even do something really pointless and do a normal evolution <laughs> like yeah. i mean it's something i guess <laughs> you never right? Know, right just something bug Oh, bug was a good one. Yeah, that was mm. that. I mean, some of these have been requested forever. There was a, a there was bug a, Eevee. Well, was... the thing is, you have so much Eevee evolution fan art, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like just pick one and go with it. Pretty right? much at this point. And uh... honestly, I was hoping since it was an even gen and we should have got an Eevee that we would have got two. Yes, because really? yeah, because you got like Umbreon, Espeon, like Glaceon, like Leafeon. We, we, well, it wasn't Silvio. Uh, Sylveon was, was the on only zone. one. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, that it made up for the, the first time when it was three, right? Mm -hmm. There was three on the first gen, so then there was only one this time around. But I was, I mean, there were so many rumors going around months ago about this, and the two types that came out to the forefront were Steel and Dragon, and then Steel and Poison. Those were the two that were making their way in the wet work. But mm. it's kind of sad that neither of them made it made it, you know, to the actual game. Yeah. I'm kind of disappointed by that. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I, I definitely have to agree with you on that. I would, I would really like to see a dragon type Eevee. I think because I, 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 I have it, spiral in my head. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. But I think a dragon Eevee is probably gonna be super OP. I don't know. Well, with fairy now, I mean, maybe less. Yeah. Maybe if you said that mm -hmm. to me, two, you know, maybe a few generations ago, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. With fairy now, I mean, the game is wide open. It's, I mean, it's it, you know, people are using different types now that mm -hmm. they weren't before. So I mean. I mean, dragon's my favorite type. Don't get me wrong, mm -hmm. but I mean, I, I I don't know if I'd be using it only because I'd have other dragons on my team, and I can't have a lot of the same type. So remember, like the good old days when your only dragon Pokemon uh, was Dragonite. But you'd roll six Dragonite <laughs> just show up to the the, ne the next battle. You had all. Who six are you, like Lance? Absolutely, all the time. I always had to do that. So to provide an argument here, a fun little fun little argument here about the Eevee evolutions. Okay. Um, I mean, besides a spiral looking Eevee. When I it, when you look at all the, the other EV types out there, they're mostly based on elements, and you know you, know, you have your dark, you have mm. you know, uh, you know, ice, grass, right? Um, steel, like I, I I guess another thing I had was like Rockruff last generation. It's a puppy, fur and everything, but it had rock abilities. Yeah. And it it, it, it I love Rockruff as a Pokemon. I think it was just a little, you know, I was like, huh, just a little like odd that you have this you know fluffy furry puppy that can shoot rocks and you know like it has the ability to you know protrude rocks and when you could have like made that the eevee kind of thing or uh more, more or less what i'm going at is like like a bug eevee like it almost be it almost be like like out there like 
Whereas like it's not necessarily like a uh, yeah right like like really big guys, but it wouldn't necessarily be like an element type. It'd be more like like a a modification, I guess. And yeah, I mean, I I don't know if there's really any types. Dark. Well, there is dark. There's Umbreon. I don't really know if there's any types where you could just really make a slender, like without it being again like steel. Like how do you make a steel? Eevee. I mean, are, are you gonna have like it's it's fur is steel? I I would picture it as like heavy <coughs> armor, which would have been really yeah. good for this gen, like sword and shield. You could have like like chainmail or something. Yeah, like Bladed. kind of thing. Mm, okay. Yeah, okay. steel's getting a lot of love this time around. So I mean, that one would have been would have been fantastic. Yeah, like now is the perfect gen for a steel Eevee. Like, come on, this, <laughs> come this on, was Nintendo. It. This was it. Gen two. Uh, speaking of Gen two, love real quick. Steelix. Steelix didn't receive any. Yeah, see, I never played with Steelix because I could never get Steelix because I didn't have people to trade with. Right? <laughs> that was also my problem like, back in the day. Yeah, I, never got, yep. I, I, I wanted Steelix. I remember getting to, like, the gym with Steelix and, like, was it Olivine? Yes, and yes, being, it was. Because like, this was before spoiler-free day and seeing a Steelix for the first time, and I'm like, what is that? I'm like, Steelix. Is that, like, Onyx? Is this an evolved Onyx? What is this? And then you, when you found out you needed to get this metal coat that yeah. was, you know, impossible to get back well, in yeah. the day. I also remember, too, fighting that, that Steelix and being like, oh, well, if it's an evolved Onyx, it's going to be weak to water. I'll just, like, use water. And then I'm like, water's not doing anything. What's what going do you, what on? Do you mean? And there was no, like, there was no guide to really go to to be like, what's this type? And you know what I mean? You had to just kind of figure it out. Yeah, it was a lot of word of mouth back then. You know, mm-hmm. your friend said this, so it worked your way to that, and you told mm-hmm. your buddy this, and, you know, the internet wasn't as, as huge as it is now, right? No. Yeah. We didn't have the access to all this information, so. Because back in the day, like, you wouldn't have, like, the full Pokedex leak, right? No. Like, I would probably get through a whole playthrough of Gold and Silver and then play it again and still find Pokemon I didn't know even existed. The, the, I, remember <laughs> in, I, I remember in Gold, Silver, you know, hunting the dogs, Oh. oh yeah, and and that and that was something that I like again. Like I didn't really look at anything else online. I beat the game, and I was like, okay, like I gotta hunt these yeah. dogs. And well, like I remember the very first time when I was playing it, a dog popped off. <sighs> popped up it was Entei and like I nearly crapped my pants I was like what is this yep. yeah. <laughs> what, yeah. what did I do different. you're like what is on? happening right yeah, yeah. and then like the screen's to... darker for a little more seconds yeah like... and then you look at it and I'm like I was like 11 I'm like I don't know how to pronounce that like I don't know what this is and then you try to catch it and it's like it ran what what does this mean and then you never see it again yeah because you don't know how to hunt it like back then right yeah. so back to Eevee though um sure. it, it's definitely disappointing but mm-hmm. I just I I can't see just just in my head a you know a cool a, a, a evolution like, like another one they could do unless they introduce a whole new. I really want like a ghost Eevee. Yeah. Is it ghost Eevee? You know what? Take it back. Ghost Eevee would be cool. Ghost Eevee. Would I mean, be you rad. always see these memes on like Facebook and that it's like, oh, here's the stone for evolving a ghost Eevee, and it's just a brick. Okay, so. Does Eevee have to die in this process? Like, are you killing me? You're being like, here, Eevee. <laughs> Hi, Eevee. Just bury it, like, alive <laughs> with, like, a, a headstone, and then it pops back up. I mean, there could be, like, it, it couldn't, like, maybe not, like, an evolution, but it could be, like, a mimic Eevee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, a yeah. ghost type that's, like, I want to be, like, Eevee. Well, because, <laughs> like, I know it's dark in that, but, like, Pokemon doesn't really talk about pokemon dying too much i think in sun and moon in the anime they had like their very first episode where pokemon like actually like 
died. Mm -hmm. And I think it was like the Stoutland or something. Yep. Like, I, di I didn't watch it, but I heard about it like on like running like the Popolio page and that and everyone's like, oh my God, like a Pokemon actually died. Like you would always hear stuff like back in red and yellow, like, oh, the theorize that you killed like Blue's Raticate and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But like, it's never really been a big topic. And then you hear about the Marowak, like stuff like that. Yep. But like, maybe that, I don't know. Maybe that is something that could be branched upon. I don't know. And, and another thing too is, I, I find it really uh, interesting. You, you, I mean, you know this is obviously with the uh, the Cursal and the uh, uh, Mana. Marini. Marini, Marini. sorry. Yeah. Um, but like Pokemon, like it says in the descriptions on a lot of these, like certain Pokemon, they, they hunt and kill each other. Yeah. And uh, like even like Magikarp, like they've joked about having Magikarp in you know, markets for sale. Yeah, there'd like, be, like, yeah. Uh, scenes in the anime where, like, the characters would be eating and they'd just show all the food and there'd be, like, a Magikarp, like, cut up, right? And it's just, it's just like, whoa, that's, <laughs> that's a Pokemon. Like, like, right? It's, well, because like, it makes you think. It's, like, in the Pokemon world, which I know obviously doesn't exist, mm -hmm. but it's, like, <laughs> do they have things like cows that they eat or do they eat mill tanks? Like, <laughs> what is it? I don't know. They eat, they eat Magikarp. Yeah, like. And it's, like, I, I, see, that, that, I think, and, and we're getting a little, a little off topic of some sort of shield, but I, I, I think this is like that, that's a really weird part I find about Pokemon, where it's like, at what point do you draw the line that they're your best friend or food? Yeah, <laughs> right? it's, like, like, it's like that billboard you see with all the different animals, where it's like a cow, a pig, a chicken, and then like a dog, and it's like, where do you draw the line? Right, it's like, right it's, here. It, it's yeah, like you know, it's, you know, really fluffy grookey, but I mean, like he could be a specialty he could be somewhere. Delicious. And it's like, what do you think? What, do you, what, re like, what region is this not a Pokemon? In? <laughs> like, or like, what region do they not care as much about this guy? Like, there could be other ones, where, you know, where you know, like ah, just poor Magikarp. Magikarp turns into Garrett, like. I just, ah, it's just so weird. Like, like their the attitude towards Pokemon. Some cities, like the the new movie, uh, uh, Detective Pikachu. Like that city that they're in is like it's a Pokemon and and people city. Like yeah. they all work in tandem. I mean, like, what would you do if a guy's like pulling a magic carpet with sharp like, shops? Do they starts... have like mass like farms where they just farm right? up like? <laughs> Like, build a bunch of milk tanks. Yeah, yeah, just uh, we got three hundred milk tanks going <laughs> to produce. This is our like, Spoink or Tepig farm for our bacon. Like, like, but then you have like the milk tank trainer walking by, like, feed, yeah. like, like loving them. Like, quickly see it go Shielding back in the wall. Yeah, eyes, like stop. Like, not this one. Not this one. I just very very weird dynamic. Pokey logic. Pokey logic. Yeah. Pokey logic. That is for sure. <laughs> we sitting here. Do we, do we want to do we want to run a uh, quick ad? Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. Now that we went off on a tangent, <laughs> right? Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get focused. <clears throat> we'll, we'll get focused. So we'll be back in a couple minutes. Your folks just going to run a quick ad. It helps us to not have uh, when you enter into our channel. It's a new thing that Twitch does. It helps us to uh, for new people coming in that they don't get hit by the ad. So we're just going to run a quick ad to open up some time frame, and we'll be back in a few minutes. All right. Bye. Hey everyone, welcome back to Poke Mondays. I'm your host Jake, joined by Jody and, and our guest star Dan. And in case you missed the first hour of our uh, little uh, talk here, we went off on a tangent on a lot of stuff. Everything <laughs> from EV evolutions to the starters and to Sword eating Shield. Pokemon, right? And that was <laughs> stuff that wasn't Sword and Shield. That's pretty much where we were at. But if you want to watch pretty much three people with like 
sporadic like ADHD almost with Pokemon, <laughs> go back and watch that. <laughs> That's what happened in the first half. Pretty much. But uh, we're going to kick this off with yeah, a Yeah, we got a, a couple questions from uh, people watching right now. So we were talking about some of the Pokemon that were leaked, and someone asked, like, why are there no dolphin Pokemon? Mm. Like, I thought there should have been a dolphin Pokemon in Sun and Moon. That would have been a perfect like place Hawaii. to bring one. But um, I was just looking at the um, leak sheet with Dan here, and one thing that's interesting is there is a new Gigantamax Lapras. So, I mean, it's not, not technically a dolphin. your dolphin, but it's probably the closest you're going to get. But why isn't there a dolphin? There's a shark. There's a whale. There's... Many fish. Everything crab. else except the dolphin. I, why, why, don't, why don't Game Freak Nintendo like dolphins? What, what is it about that? You know, you know what I would have actually even liked to see is uh, uh, like a killer whale type Pokemon, too. Yeah, Ooh. I mean, you got um, Waylord, which is what? Like your humpback whale almost? Yeah. Yeah, right. killer whale... Like, kind of like a, uh, you could have, like, a dark killer whale. Ooh, a dark water type? Yeah, like, that'd be kind of oh, cool. Like, an evil nice. whale. Then you could just yeah. eat all the Pokemon. Hey, <laughs> this one hunts the waters and eats everybody. Eats all the Poplios. Oh, great. We're getting into another, <laughs> another tangent about Even known to hunt the occasional Gyarados. Yeah, but no, like, really, I can't think of any like, other. Kyogre was another whale, I guess, right? Yeah, Kyogre yeah, was yeah. a whale. Yeah. But yeah, there's been no dolphins. Maybe people are like, that's going to have to be something that fans are going to have to start making more dolphin fake mon. We demand dolphins. Yeah. I've seen some pretty nice ones. There's a, There was a couple that I looked at years ago that were, there were some nice water psychic types. You know, there was some nice. I can see water psychic for a dolphin. Different variations of it. And there were some, some really good ones. So I'm really sad about this topic. You know, water psychic. I, I really like that mix too. That, I like Do that type. water psychic? Slow poke and slow so, bro. Yeah, yeah, slow Wasn't Tapu or that's water fairy. I think it's fairy. That one is fairy. Tapu Fini is fairy. But water psychic is a is a good typing. Golduck. Yes, that too. Yep, Golduck had psychic. Golduck water Psyduck. As well. Is he not just one type? Is he dual? I thought he was. He if he if he isn't psychic type, he, he does have be. yeah because he's got you know well, he's so like he guys, moves. Have you guys ever heard the theory that they mixed up the names of uh, Psyduck and Golduck and they should have been like switched? the other way around because yes. Psyduck is a gold duck yep. and then Gold Duck is a psychic duck. Yeah, <laughs> like they're like they messed it up. So. I think so. That was definitely one that. There's so many, you know, conspiracy theories with this too. I mean, I know we're gonna. I'm gonna step off here for a second and talk about it. But uh, Venonat and, and Butterfree, Butterfree, yeah, with Caterpie and Venomoth, they could have switched those around too at some point. Yeah, because the around Venonat forever. face, like eyes and mouth and antennas, are exactly the same as Butterfree. Identical to mm -hmm. it. Yeah. And then Venomoth looks like it fits more with the Caterpie line. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I, you know, there's tons of things out oh, there yeah, like that. Oh, yeah, just, just little things, and it's like, you know, that, that. Yeah, but um, we got another question here hmm? um, from Mr. Floofy Duck. Ooh. How would a person who knows nothing about Pokemon get into it? Well, I think that's what we were talking about before uh, when we were talking about kind of like the, the, easy, the easy modes. I think right now, um, well, I mean, with Sword Shield, it's not out yet. But mm -hmm. the way they did Sun and Moon, I mean, again, the three of us were like, oh, God, 30 minutes of me pressing <laughs> A. But to a brand new player, yeah, I, I think I think Pokemon right now is at a very good point where it's, it is it is very introductional. It is very, mm -hmm. 
yep. know, educational for that very beginning. Yeah. And but like at the same time, I can understand how it would be overwhelming. Absolutely. Like how many Pokemon do we have now? Like over when... nine hundred. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, we're like approaching a thousand soon, right? But like when we were younger and getting into it, there was 151, right? And it was so easy to know every Pokemon. Like I remember having a poster on my wall and being able to like look at all of them. And now it's how are you gonna remember? I don't even remember all the Pokemon, right? right? Like yeah. And I consider myself to be. I wouldn't say I'm the biggest hardcore Pokemon fan, mm -hmm. but I definitely know a lot more than the average kind of person, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And like I said, I don't even know all of them. Like, it's crazy, but... And, and there's a lot. I mean, you know, the whole the whole National Dex conversation is sort of one of those things that, you know, it's it's hard to know them all, and it's, mm -hmm. you know, especially they keep adding more. And also, too, I found um, <coughs> something that was really good for getting new people into Pokemon which a lot of people are probably going to really hate me for saying this, was Pokemon Go. Yeah, that was like, a great introduction. Pokemon Go was a way to almost bring people back to step one. Mm -hmm. Because you it's released and there's only Gen 1, right? And yep. then you get all these new people and they're discovering these Pokemon kind of like how we did mm -hmm. 20 years ago, right? And step by step and slowly the gens are getting released. Like I play Pokemon Go all the time. And I play with groups of people who are, like, older, too, like, in their 30s and their mm -hmm. 40s who right. never knew what Pokemon was before, right? And now they know more about it, mm -hmm. and they know all the Pokemon names, and that's kind of getting them into it. So I find if you start with a simpler game like, say, Pokemon Go, where you can learn stuff more slowly and mm -hmm. at an easier pace, it's better than just getting thrown, like, here's a thousand Pokemon know them <laughs> like, i think another great example too was pokemon let's go eevee and pokemon let's go pikachu mm -hmm. i was just Again, gonna say that like i was mentioning with the one person who commented on the popular question they had said that uh, you know by you know it's the short decks again it's 100 it's the original decks 151 pokemon yeah um you catch them all you completed it you know they, they had a very good satisfaction but um, will they they've done let's go which was pretty much a red and blue remake are they going to do the same for Gen 2, Gen 3, Gen... Like, you know what I mean? It's it's hard to say because you already have remakes of stuff. Like, mm -hmm. Let's Go was pretty much your second remake of Red and Blue. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, and there's been discussions about different gens getting remakes. It's, you know, become about where do you focus your attention on Pokemon? I mean, there's a lot to get thrown in at once, but I feel Absolutely. like if you break it down kind of into generations or areas and get kind of familiar as you go i mean it's a good way to learn you know about a group of 100 at a time right as opposed to you know trying to get 900 all at the same mm -hmm. time you know what i mean if you split it up it tends to be easier that way and i'll admit myself uh, i think it's gens three to five or three to six i actually don't really i, I never i never played those games okay. um, which ones three to six so that's yeah. That would be uh, Sapphire, Emerald. Yeah. Yep. Diamond, um, Pearl. Diamond, Pearl. Pearl. And then Black, White. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm the same. That was kind of... I had kind of a hiatus from Pokemon then because it was where I was in life too, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I was in high school at the time. And in high school, it wasn't cool to like Pokemon. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's almost like you're in the clo like in the closet of Pokemon being like, oh, no, I, I don't like Pokemon. That's, that's for kids, you know? But then secretly, it's like oh, I want to, like, learn about all these Pokemon. I want to, like, buy the game, like, under the table. So, yeah, I didn't really play those games. And then it wasn't until, like, college 
that I started to be like, you know what, screw it. Yeah, I like Pokemon. Right. Like, yeah, I don't care. Like, what? why do I care to impress anybody? Right, and I think the remakes, you know, do provide a nice outlet that if you miss something the you first time back. around, you can jump back into something that was back then, but still get the new features of now mm-hmm. and the older mm-hmm. Pokemon of then like, as well. Like, really, um, I played... Uh, ruby and sapphire on like a rom that i had mm-hmm. on my computer like hidden in the depths right yeah but then when alpha sapphire and omega ruby came out and i could play it on the ds it would it felt like the first time doing it too right mm-hmm. yep yep different experience i mean with those new features you know it wasn't the same game mm-hmm. as the previous one was and a reintroduction too i mean you know, I, I playing through pokemon let's go eevee with my daughters you know they you know really enjoy the mechanics I wasn't really a big fan of the way the the catching was done. Right. Um, I really, from what I've seen in Pokemon Sword Shield, like it doesn't look like it's that way. I really hope that mm-hmm. it never comes back again. <laughs> I hey. Yeah, people are saying that on uh, the chat too. Like they liked Let's Go and that. They just the thing they didn't like was the catching, right? Yeah, and, and that's it. The, the, the catching I found was just it was a little. I mean, my girls liked it. You know, they liked to take because we bought the Pokeball accessory too, so attach it to their wrist and oh, don't throw it at the TV. You know, <laughs> don't but, make the TV, please. You know they're you know they're they're throwing so they they loved it and uh, it was fun it was you know fun going through it, but um there isn't a but there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no um I was like okay with the mechanic mm-hmm. I mean I wasn't that big of a fan because you didn't get to fight the wild encounters right, right? it was just literally trainer battles and like gym battles I was actually felt like the original Pokemon games. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it was it was something different. They wanted to try to make Pokemon Go into a game, which I get. You got to try stuff different, right? Well, as you mentioned there too, with them releasing Pokemon Go the way they did, I mean, it was such a massive hit and phenomenon. Right? And yeah. there's probably a lot of people. I mean, we're talking we're talking Sword and Shield being the first Switch Pokemon game, but when like, it let's wasn't, go, yeah. Pikachu and Eevee technically were. Um, you know, they're not the first mainstream Pokemon game as yeah. we're all used to playing, but right. you know, they could be the first of new series. Yeah. Um, you, know, you know, we could see a path of remasters coming out. There's, you know. Which, again, like, um, people that I've met playing Pokemon Go who didn't know much about it, they started playing Let's Go and everything because it's like, oh, I need to play Let's Go because you get the exclusive Melton and I yeah. need it for my Pokemon Go account. Right. And right. then, like, that kind of brings more people in right Mm -hmm. which is a really smart business move too on the part of like nintendo and the pokemon company just open themselves up more avenues Mm -hmm. more people can get in and and then you know like the person asked there you know how do you get into it yeah like it's it's crazy um if i go out and i play pokemon go people are like oh that's like a kid's game and all this and it's like really when i'm at a raid there's no kids if there are kids they're like mom i want to go home this is boring mom's like i'm raiding yeah (laughs) it's crazy like people think oh that's just a child's game but it's adults that play it right mm-hmm. and yeah. i think it's because we grew up with it mm-hmm. like tons of nostalgia for sure yeah for sure but yeah like um what what would you say was your favorite gen so far am i gonna start this one off yeah we got a lot of people off. in the comments right. telling like some people are oh diamond's my favorite and... okay if i had to pick a gen wow I'm going to say Gen 2, and there's this very specific reason for this, too. Um, 
I really like that in Gen 2, it had its own set of gym leaders and you went through its own game and then you also had Kanto yeah. in, the, in the after, you know, in the post story that you could go back and play all the Kanto gyms as it's well. It's like you had two games in one. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that's probably why it's my favorite game to this date. I've been wanting them to do another, mm-hmm. you know, maybe a, not a, you know, a two gen game where you can mm-hmm. go back to somewhere else that you've played just to make it you know, such a nice <coughs> after game content yeah. right, where you can go back and get all the old badges that you got. Yeah, no, so. I agree. I think Gen 2 is my favorite as well. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. mainly because, again, being younger, that's the one that I remember playing over and over and over and over again, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Uh, po- uh, sword, or silver and gold. Uh, Gen 2 is my favorite as well. Um, I think one of the big reasons I enjoyed it was the, the hunting of the dogs. I mean, mm-hmm. you had Lugia, you had Ho'oh as the legendaries. I mean, you're like main legendaries, but then you had the, the pseudo legendaries of Entei, Susun, and uh, Entei. And, right. and then even if you did. Raikou, sorry, Entei, Raikou, and Susun. And then even if you had Crystal, you had like Celebi. Yeah. Right? Yeah. There and, was uh, things happening, I think. That was the first really fleshed out game, right? Where they introduced so many new things. It felt mm-hmm. full. I mean, yeah. it, it, that was the first, like, you know. Is, I mean, they added, I think it was, I think the decks only went up to 250, right? So I think they only added in 100. Yeah, that yep. sounds about right. right. But, yeah, I, going through that, the, the dog hunting. I just, I, I remember <laughs> the, the the little symbol and, you know, me. <laughs> You'd I, fly there and then it'd be gone. Well, you know what I did? I, I used to do the same I, the thing. Route, the chase route. it. You'd See, chase I never it on. No, no, I, I didn't. Ch- no, I didn't. I, I ran between the routes. Yeah, I never. Yeah, knew that there when was, was there was a route that you had to run in, and then every time you jumped out of a route, it would jump somewhere else, and then when you jump back in, you hoped that it jumped it in there. where you were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, that's definitely how I hunted some of the. Dogs. <laughs> I was, I was, I was, I was, See, and I uh, never knew this. I just wandered <coughs> around aimlessly, and I never saw them again. But yeah, <laughs> d- d- definitely Gen Two. I, I say Gen Two, hands down, was uh, was my favorite. Mm-hmm. It seems to be the unanimous decision Cons- here. Consensus from, around here from Gen Oneers. From Gen 1ers, right? Like, yep. there you go. People can't say that all we care about is Gen 1, because I do agree. Gen 2 is my favorite. And, and considering me and you missed through 3 and 6, did you play through 3 and 6? See, I did a break as well, but it was for different reasons. For me, it was when I was younger, I could not financially afford new a new mm-hmm. system and then a new game. Yeah, like every time so, one came out. Exactly. So I actually skipped gen 3 because that was the one that wasn't on game boy color i begged my parents to get me a game boy advance but Mm -hmm. it didn't work out so when i got a little bit older and i got to gen 4 and the ds came out i was actually able to purchase it on my own so i jumped back in in gen 4 yeah but i went back and played number three so three is technically the only one i skipped out while it was out but i went back back and and played it it. yes yeah i I never played three through six but still still gen 2 and from what I've heard and seen uh, of Gen three to six, I, you know, there's a lot of good stuff. But, mm-hmm. uh, I've heard I have heard that white and black are two that I need to play. I've heard that the campaigns in both of those are very good. Yeah, I um I started playing black and white, but this was also when I was in university. So I, I played like some of it, and then it's like, oh, I got so much homework to do. <laughs> It was but, very story driven that mm-hmm, game. Very a yeah. uh, lot of dialogue in it. A lot of you know, a lot of things were happening. You know, it was a very different game I think than the rest of them in mm-hmm. the sense that, mm-hmm. you know, the the plot wasn't kind of the same. You know, you you collect HM badges. You know, you fight the bad guy and you win and you go to the league. Yeah, and you win. there was, was more in depth more happening. Yeah. yeah, they they try to flesh out a story. You know of you know a, a bad leader. You know and and someone under him that was you know 
trying to fight consciously with himself as to, mm-hmm. if, you know, if he wanted to be this person or not. It was, it was very, you know, it was very different direction than Pokemon usually takes. Mm-hmm. So, um, Black and White were fantastic games. Fantastic games. They were like a turning point. I in, think so, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was a little bit different, you know, and I think ever since then, I think that's kind of was the first point that they said, okay, well, let's try to do something different. And I think that's kind of where we're leading into now, right? With every gen, now there's something new coming in. And I mm-hmm. think that was probably the first instance of, you know, let's try something different and see how it works. Because, I mean, up until then, you know, this, the Pokemon story was almost always the same or yeah. almost copy and paste every time. It was, yeah. Right? Yeah, like you had so. your rival, you had your Team Rocket-esque right. bad guys and got to catch the legendary. Yeah. Yeah, it was the first time it did something different. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Any yeah. other questions out there? Or? Um, I think that's about it. Um, I was going to ask you guys, though, what your thoughts on the new legendaries are, though. So we got Zacian, we got Z- uh, Zamazenta. Zamazenta is the shield one? Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the new legendaries for Sword and Shield, they, uh, they're interesting. Usually, interesting in a good way? Yeah, or? Usually when somebody says something's interesting, it doesn't go well. Yeah. Like, if, if you go out on a date and your friend's like, how'd your date go? And you're like, oh, it was interesting. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> that means it wasn't good. <laughs> you know, I, again, like, like when I look back at the legendaries, and we were just talking about Gen 2, uh, Lugia and Ho-Oh, you know, I, 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 I thought they were so cool back in the day. You had the dogs, they were so cool. A lot of the legendaries that have came down the road have been really cool concepts, um, one I actually don't like is Zygarde. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I don't like the robot, whatever it is, final evolution, right. maximum overdrive, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. When you get all the, the oh, cells. Oh, yeah, Zygarde. Okay, okay. I'm like the version. robot version. Yeah. yeah. What are you talking about? It's cause I, 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 I never ended up getting it in the game. I watched the anime and yeah, he's like this big like, yeah. mech warrior. And I'm like, all right, Pokemon, like watching... let's stay out of Gundam. Like <laughs> I remember watching the reveal for, um, the Zygarde when you collect all the cells and it was just like this, it almost looked like a classroom, right? And they're showing this video and it's just a bunch of like kids and like, Oh my God, that's amazing. And I'm just watching it. I'm like, you're getting this excited? <laughs> like, like, calm down a little bit. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the Zamazenta, I'm going, with, I'm going with Shield. And I did it because I think that the Zamazenta out of the two of them looks better. Um, Zacian, I, I don't really like the sword in the mouth. I mean, I, I know that's a play off of other uh, um, concepts. Uh I can't remember the wolf's name right now, but I'm pretty sure it's like a Viking. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, nod, where it had, it had, the wolf had a sword in its mouth and it was a deity of some sort. Um, or, or, again, some some kind of lore. But that, I know that's where they're mm-hmm. getting it from. Metal Gear, I think, also had a dog with a sword, a sword yeah. in its mouth. But, again, just... Wasn't it Dark Souls or something? <coughs> Dark Souls, that's right. Yeah, yeah, it was Dark Souls that had, like, a wolf with a sword. Everyone's like, like Sif. I think the name's Sif or something. I, I like never that. really played Dark Souls. Yeah, I never got through it either myself, but I think I think they call it <laughs> Sif, or like the wolf is Sif. <laughs> yeah, you just give up and cry. I, I have the trilogy upstairs. It, it's my time in my life. It's just like, <laughs> I, I know that's a game I'm going to have to go punish myself and stand in the corner and like, yeah. you know, like I died for the 17th time in a row. Like, yeah. kids can't be near me. But yeah, no, like <laughs> with the dog with the sword in its mouth, like I kind of agree, like, I think I lean more towards Zacian, though. Mm-hmm. But to me, I like Pokemon that are practical. Yeah. Like, to me, it's like, so... Again, I know Pokemon aren't real, so don't come at me. But it's like, when this thing eats, does it just drop the sword and then, like, eat? Like, what if it forgets it? Like, I, 
I don't know. I think too like literally for for some things like that. I like things that are where Pokemon are organic, right? Mm-hmm. Where they don't have like a a foreign kind of object to Helping them, right? Them, yeah. yeah. And you know what? To that, that's what uh, Rillaboom, Grookey's mm. evolution. That's what's got me most. Yeah. Eh. Is about the, that, like, it's this drum. drum. It's like, wh- why? Where does it come from? <laughs> like, like, why do you need this drum? Like, why not just have a big stick? Like, mm-hmm. and like, wh- wh- like when I thought of Grookey's final, final evolution, I pictured this big ape wearing, you know, carrying a uh, a big trunk, sort of like that uh, fighting Pokemon, um, the big muscle bound one that has like two pillars. Oh, like, um, Conkildor. Yeah. 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 Um, sort of like that, but I pictured it being like a, a grass fighting type. Yeah. You know, like, but yeah. Um, but yeah, that's like me. Like my least favorite Pokemon have always been things like, um, say, like uh, Machoke and Machamp that have like the little speedos in that. It's like, where'd that come from? If you rip that, does it hurt them? Like I don't know. Or like, what are the other ones? Like Sock and Throw. Oh, they have gosh. like the big robes. Yeah. It's like, where does that no. come from in the wild? Yeah. Where, I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, and, don't like those. No. And, and again, people are old. Oh, Pokemon aren't real. It doesn't have to make sense. But like. I don't know. I'm very, I'm very literal like that. I want it to make sense. I want it to be organic. Well, we don't want them humanoid. That was a big thing we we're talking yeah. about. Like sock and throw. There's again two. It's way too humanoid. Yeah, I mean mm. they're 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 people. With they're colors. karate masters that are colored <laughs> and like like what's the difference? Like how yeah. are they Pokemon? Like what makes them a Pokemon? The fact yeah. that you call them one, like. Yeah, and like two. Um, with like sock and throw him a choke him a champ like people were always like really hard on Popplio because it evolved into like this very feminine looking thing mm-hmm. right but it's like well what about Machamp yeah what about Machamp like it's masculine what happens if you have a female Machamp is that a problem mm-hmm. oh no that's not a problem but it's a problem if you have a male pre-marina yeah like right. don't I'm probably gonna get on like some whole women's studies tangent <laughs> so like some whole feminism thing so I'll just stop there but like you know what I mean it's like Absolutely. why is why is masculine okay but feminine's bad? Yeah, like and, and, and Jinx. I mean, Jinx is a feminine character. Well, Jinx can only be female. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'd still say <laughs> if Jinx could be a male, it'd be fine. Yeah. It'd be cool. And... But probably not though. <laughs> <laughs> They'd probably have an issue. But um, no. Like back to the legendaries though. It looks like. With Zacian and Zamazenta, I always say that like weird. It seems like too many Zeds, like, but it seems like they're gonna have two different forms. <laughs> yeah, so there's like one that's almost like an armored form, which we see in the trailer, right? Mm-hmm, right. And then one that seems again a little more organic, which is kind of like the best of both worlds in my case. But it, it's weird though. I, I I have to agree there. Like the whole, the only reason I'm even going with with uh, Zamazenta is just I, I really dislike the sword in the mouth. I don't really like either legendary. Um, right. You know, the whole, like, fluffing up your, your mane to create a shield barrier. I'm just like... Yeah. I don't want my Pokemon wearing armor. I want them to be organic. Like, I want... Yeah, kind of like... It's almost like a Gen 1 or complaint, but it's like the legendary birds. They were simple. They were birds. They were very birds, yeah. They're, you they're, knew that nothing, they were yeah. birds, right? They didn't have, like, armor attached to them that could break or fall off. They were just organic and again the dogs i mean like you know mm-hmm. now we're going back to the dogs you know to to wolf types yeah uh, and i don't think it's until like when we're <coughs> getting into more of that non-organic legendary like because kyogre and groudon again very like organic and i think probably probably gen 5 i think is when we started to drift yeah. away i think I think it would be five five was five gosh i'm trying to think now gosh well, there was Zekrom, Reshiram, and mm-hmm. then Kirem was the the one in the middle. Yeah. 
and then Kieran was a, was probably the drawing point I think for me and then after that back to that Zygarde discussion that we had I think Zygarde was the one that really didn't feel it started to feel weird like mm-hmm. it wasn't yeah. well you, you know you can see just the different art direction Pokemon has taken like right. there is this post before where it compared what Gen 1 Pokemon look like like their art style compared to the new stuff and if you look at Gen 1 they're very like angular and sharp like you look at like a Vulpix like a Vulpix's foot and you can see like the individual toes Mm -hmm. and then you look at like a Zora foot or whatever and it's very like round and bubbly yeah so there's definitely the evolution of the art style and whoever their animator or creator is you can definitely tell the difference right Uh, absolutely there's uh you know almost more like Again, like like I was saying, like, but like even looking at the the, the art for this generation, like again, very very round and nothing's yeah, very sharp and rigid. Yeah, a lot of stuff has come and, right. to be very like cutesy now. Like I get that there is some more menacing Pokemon. Like you look at like a Turnius, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's a very angular Pokemon. But like you see a lot of more like cute stuff. Like what can we make into a plushie? Uh, exactly. Kind of yeah. kind of vibe, right? What yep. what can we sell? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that uh, that that little. Uh, that little puppy, uh, the little electric puppy coming Yamper. out. Yamper. Yamper. The corgi. Yeah. You, know, you, know, yes. you know that corgi is going to be yep. everywhere. That is, I think, the new... I think I might grab it, one, It's honestly. the new Eevee or Pikachu of this gen, definitely. I think that they're trying there to There was make... a lot of hype for Yamper. Because I remember um, Yamper and Impidimp kind of came out at the same time. They were revealed at, like, the Nintendo Direct or mm-hmm. something. Like, people were playing in the background. And so much love for Yamper, Imp and Imp. Everyone's like, what the heck is yeah. this? And but then people started up. saying, like, um, well, it's kind of like a Sableye mm-hmm. yep. when you look at it, right? And then people are like, oh, yeah, I, I like Sableye. And people kind of grow to it, right? Yeah. But, yeah, did you want to show off your, your uh, well, what'd Switch? What did you think about the... About the Legendaries? Yeah. Okay. Um... I actually like the legendaries. I only like one though, and I'm gonna jump on board kind of with everybody here. I'm a Zamazenta fan myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know, if, you know, I, I do agree with points, you know, about them looking organic. I think Zamazenta for me is is not too far gone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For me, it's still okay enough to the point where it's believable. Yeah. Um, I do agree with in the sense that we're with Zacian, you know, it's got the sword in its mouth, and I mean. I think that was the first time I saw that, you know, I was just like, okay, so that's what we're doing, I guess. Like, I just feel like, you know, with that Pokemon in particular, and I'm going to hate on it for a little bit is, you know, if we're going to do swords, I mean, they could have had them, you know, coming out of its back or something, Mm -hmm. you know, like just a different direction than, you know, we're holding it in the mouth. And I don't know, it just, it just put me off of that one the minute I saw it. But Zamazenta for me was honestly probably one of the cooler legendaries that I've seen in a while. Um, and I don't say that easily because a lot of the newer ones are kind of, you know, they're, they're, you know, especially even with Ultra Beast too in the last gen, right? Yeah. There's a lot of Pokemon nowadays that are, you know, in that legendary tier that look strange or look different. So Zamazenta for me is, is, is a really nice one where mm-hmm. I don't think it drifts too far out of the realm of possibility. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but with Zacian, it definitely does. So it, it you know, for me, I, I do like the legendaries, but yeah. I'm selective on the one that I like. I mean, I like them because they're dogs. I'm a dog person. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like that's probably that Check. was their thought. Like, <laughs> what do people like? Dogs. Like dogs or cats? Yeah, uh, I'll go with dogs, dogs. this time. <laughs> yeah, so a little more of a northern theme, I guess. You know, yeah, the, the rigid, the rigid wolf. But uh, 
Yeah, do you want do you want to show off this uh this bad boy here? Uh, am I am I cracking it open or am I showing off just kind of the screen? Oh, you you might like? you might as well crack it open and uh, show show the whole thing. <laughs> All right, let's let's have a look at this. Okay. What is this? The light? Yes, the switch light, the new one that just came out. It is it is out a week before the games. So uh, cool. if you're looking for something uh, to match your games, the uh, the system is a great choice. Nice little thing there. Absolutely. Let me pull it out for you. We'll have a look at it and see. I actually haven't opened this, so it's all brand new in the package. It's like it's so broken inside. Yeah. <laughs> Shattered. I, I haven't checked this, so I have no idea how this is going to go. It's like, this isn't a Switch. This is a Game Boy Advance. What is this? <laughs> so let's pull this out and have a look. Well, it doesn't look broken. No, it looks like it's all in one piece. So that's uh, step one is complete. I mean, it's in a package here. Let's see if I can get it out. Have a look at it. It is quite on the ground. Oh, it's it, like very subtle. Um, it's quite small. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Let, let's go through the front. So the front kind of looks like this. Um, the the D-pads and the joysticks here are themed after the legendary. So we've got the blue one for Zacian and the, the magenta one for Zamazenta. Yeah. Um, I, I do like the gray color on it. I, you know, it's different than the regular Switch light, where that one is very dark. This mm -hmm. one's more of a so lighter kind of color. So is the gray supposed to be like the steel industrial feeling? I or think is it just so. gray because it's gray? <laughs> I think. Well, I think a little bit of both. I think it has something to do with the fact that it just it's a color that works well with the gen that we're in. Mm -hmm. um, but at the same time, it kind of displays off the legendaries pretty well. So if I flip it to the back, this is kind of what the back looks like. So they're, the two legendaries are kind of etched in on the back there. I don't know how well that's going to come up. Yeah, you might have to get it right up to the camera. Here, I'll give that to you there. But yeah, so it's very subtle, the legendaries. Like, I was expecting them to be, like, full color. Like, mm -hmm. really in there. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know with the previous 3DS model, when they did Sun and Moon, you know, they were, it was a black on gold. So yeah, you could yeah, see yeah. it. Like, it was very prominent that it was there. Um, with this one, it's a little bit more, you know, I don't want to say relaxed, but it's, you know, a little more uh, more subtle this time around. And I mean, I, I do enjoy it. I do enjoy it a lot. Well, it's one of those things, if you don't want people to know you're playing Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, you, honestly, you wouldn't even know. If you, no, like, if I you flip have... it the wrong, like, you know, you can barely see that. If, mm -hmm. you, if you tilt it a certain way, mm -hmm. you know, if you were just holding it in your hand, nobody would know the difference. Yeah. Other than, you know, it's another, it's a different color switch light. Nobody would know what's on the back, really. Yeah. So. Um, That's a nice little system. So what do you play on, Jake? Do you play regular switch, then? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I, I, uh, I have to say, I'm not a fan of the lights. I think that universally, functionally, uh, they're not uh, not designed that well. You well, can't I've, remove the Joy-Cons. What was good about the Switch Lite, I found, is a lot of people, they're hyped just for Pokemon. That's it, yeah. Right? So, like, they don't want to go out and buy, like, a whole Switch just for one game, right? Mm -hmm. Because when um, Let's Go in that first was announced and then Sword and Shield, I was like, well, I guess I got to buy, like, a three $400 Pokemon machine. Like, pretty much, right? Mm -hmm. But um, I sucked it up. I bought it, and I buy a bunch of other games with it now, too, right? Like Mario Party. <coughs> but, um, yeah, so people Sorry, were saying that the Switch Lite is really good if you're just looking to play Pokemon, right? Yeah. Because every gen going forward for the next little bit is going to be on Switch, right? Yeah. It's definitely designed for Pokemon fans. Mm -hmm. Um and it gives that nostalgic feel of playing on like a Game Boy Advance, almost like it's still a handheld, like a 3DS, right? It is. It's it's definitely designed to target the 3DS market. Mm -hmm. um, 
I've said for a lot for a long time now that you know the Nintendo Switch is ultimately going to take a 3DS. It's it's, yep. it's what Nintendo. Oh, wants. I don't. I haven't touched my 3DS in forever. Right. Yeah. And I mean, except trying to play through Sun and Moon and trying to collect a few it's things the only over thing the last I couple keep months. My 3DS for only for reason I've been. Yeah. That's and the only reason. I, I, I really think that what you know. I, I really think Nintendo is going to take the remake remake advantage opportunity and power that on to the Switch and just well, come hey, up. every time they make a remake, that just means in the next gen you're going to get a bigger DAX, right? Because they're going to have those Pokemon already like coded in, right? That that is the highlight, and as long as long as that all stays like pretty similar and the same, you know, mm-hmm. they, they don't change too much graphically between them every single time. Yeah. I really think. Uh, I really think they can keep them in. Now, another thing that's interesting, and with the Nintendo Switch, we saw this with Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, where they they had a subscription, and the subscription released brand new fighters. It still does. Mm -hmm. Uh, A brand new one just came out the other day. What is to say, and what kind of things could we expect from if Pokemon was Oh, so you're thinking, like, you have to pay for a subscription to get, like, exclusive Pokemon or something? Maybe not necessarily exclusive Pokemon, but... Like, what kind of subscription could Nintendo offer us? I mean, you could do, like, equivalent <coughs> of, like, DLC, right? Mm-hmm. Like, maybe different post-game. Yep. Like, you know how you were saying you like Gen 2, and I think everyone was agreeing they like Gen 2, because you could right. go back to Kanto. It'd be kind of interesting if they would do something like that, where it's like, hey, you buy this DLC, and you can go to Kanto. Buy this DLC, you can go to Johto, like... And so, would it be... It might be wishful thinking. It seems like a lot of work, but, like, that'd be cool. It would. Would it be harsh, though, for them to, to tag in, you know, we, we know the National Dex controversy that not all Pokemon are going to be in Sword and Shield, and that's the biggest thing that people are, are talking about. about. Yeah. Is it, like, would it be, like... Be probably, probably, yes. I mean, like... It, it would it would be I I'd be very disappointed if that if that was to come. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, but at the end of the day, you got to remember too the Pokemon Comedy and like Nintendo, their business, right? And business is money. Yeah, I, like I don't... Pokemon is this was just I saw this the other day highest grossing franchise yeah. there is, bigger than Star Wars. Yeah, I like, think like ninety six billion. Uh, yeah, ninety five ninety six billion like that, dollars. Yeah. And so they obviously have something that works. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, would it be okay for them to throw in? Kanto with the Pokemon from Kanto. Yep. Like, they, they give you the whole region, and they give you all the Pokemon from that region, too. Yep. Yeah, but then we start getting into the, you know, you get you get the base game, and then you have to buy this, 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 this to get what you're truly getting out of it or wanting out of it, right? Mm-hmm. So, that is true. I mean, as much as it would be really nice, I want, like, you know, I, I mean, I would prefer if everybody stayed away from that, right? Like, the microtransaction where, you know, yeah. you spend, you know, the 60 to $80, whatever, for a game, yeah. and then you got to spend another 20 here and another 30 here. And, you know, by the time you're all said and done, you've spent, you know, $200, $250 on a game that should have been, you know, not all of it by, by any means, but most of it should have been, you know, in the base game, right? Yeah, so we're like getting the, into that. The way I see it, if I'm going to spend $100 on a game, I don't want to spend any more money on that after game that. after that point. Like, I've right. already given you my $100. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, right. you know what I mean? But again, Smash is an example. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do, should we be getting, like, a top-down view going on here? Or? Yeah, we're going to do uh, another quick ad break here. And we're going to be back, back in a couple minutes. We're just going to uh, get the camera set up, and uh, we'll be back soon. So yeah, we'll see you then. back for some openings.
Okay, guys, we're back now. Thank you for watching our ad. It helps us out quite a bit. It definitely <laughs> does. And uh, it also helps, again, as people come in to not uh, get hit with the ad. I mean, stuff. it not only helps us in that way, but I had to pee. So it's hey. a nice pee break. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> I've been drinking a lot of water. So what we're going to do now is I have gone out and I have bought us a bunch of lovely packs Ooh, of Pokemon packs. cards. Ooh. They're just... I'm going to be honest, they're dollar store packs, okay? They still count. They still yeah. count. You can get hollows. Mm -hmm. Can you get great know. things in there. That's right. So, what we're going to do, everyone's going to pick a pack, whatever calls your no name. No waiting. No, no, I'm not going to weigh anything. No, no, he no. He just wait. weigh them I, with his hands. Okay, I'm just looking for a certain I set. That's all I'm doing. Now. Okay, I, I believe I have Unbroken Bonds and Mindful Unified Minds or something. Any team-ups in there? Uh, I, what? What? I'll look for some team up. <laughs> okay, so how this originated is I used to go to the dollar store with my boyfriend like all the time, and we'd always be in a dispute as to like who's going to buy lunch. So we would each buy a pack of Pokemon cards. Whoever got the worst one had to buy lunch nice. or pick where we're going. So I kind of want to do that here. So we're each going to pick a starter. Okay. Who's your starter? My starter is Grookey. I guess I will pick Score Bunny because nobody else will, so. Okay. <laughs> My starter is going to be Sobble. We're each going to pick a pack. Whoever gets the best pack, determined by our card expert, Dan. Hello. No, don't be biased towards your pack, though. I mean, can I, though? <laughs> <laughs> so whoever gets the best pack, that's the starter we're going to go with. All right. Sounds, uh, sounds like a plan to me. Okay. So guest first, you pick your, Ooh, pick your okay. pack. Let's see what I'm going to do here. I'm going to go through them really quickly. Sorry, guys. I'm just uh, picking the one that I would like. <laughs> Which one are we going through? Okay, I'll take the one at the end. With I'll the take Charizard? That That's Ooh, the one. go through the Charizard. All right. There's a... Who's this guy here? Yeah, I'll go Garchomp. I'm just going to, like, randomly pick one in the middle here. Darkrai. Okay. All right. Okay, All right. so we got Darkrai, we got Charizard, and we got Garchomp. Yep. So I got Unified Minds, you got... Unbroken Bonds. And what do you got, Jake? Unified Minds. Should I just pick Unified Minds to match you guys? No. No? No, All right, no that, that card called to you. All right, right. All right. <laughs> I don't... I'm going to be super happy if there's something really good in here, I promise. Okay, so Dan, you go first. Oh, okay, I will go first. All right. See if I can open these. All right. Are you going to be like, I can't destroy the foil of the dollar store I, pack? I try to do that, honestly. <laughs> okay, so with the way that these work... Oh, there's a promo 